Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and everybody else who is hanging out at home. Here, at D- Dave is losing his mind over there. Why are you? What's going on, Dave? Because um, for those who uh, are watching the video version live and appreciate you following us, um, you were coming to the, the pre-show music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple, it gives me a couple of seconds to kind of finalize our banners and as we're getting in place. I know it's maybe it's a little cheesy, but uh, I like it. I like it. I like it. I, I think it's really it's catchy and fun. In any event, it is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, repeat FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. The number one wrestling podcast on both of those sites since 2017. It's also the only one, but we don't talk about that part. Uh, we are a, a podcast that does a deep, de- in deep, the uh, in deep, in depth reviews and previews of shows we talked to different wrestlers we've spoken with people like drew mcintyre the current wwe champion we've spoken with chris jericho the aew former the first champion in aew uh we've spoken with mick foley we've spoke we've spoken with uh, uh, uh natalia we've spoken with big e we've spoken with uh, tons of people and those are all in our archives yeah. which you can find if you go to the media tab under fm99.com or 1069thefox.com and you can find our media tab links to our most recent episodes in our RSS feed, which has all of our episodes. And those are also available on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling and that helps you find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and a review and subscribe, please. We appreciate it greatly. It helps us get in front of more eyes. And if you want to interact with us, Make sure you do facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99, where you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. And please, if you're watching along live, we are going to be reviewing payback tonight. We want to know your thoughts on it. So please let us know what you enjoyed about the show, what you didn't enjoy about the show. Um, what did you, th- what was your favorite color outfit? I don't know. Whatever you thought of the show, we want to hear from you. And uh, I guess without further ado, let's do it. We got to do a payback review this week or right now, so that on Friday, we can do an all-out preview. <laughs> Whew, it is a busy, busy time for wrestling when nothing is going on. So Yeah, yeah so there it you is. Go. So we had uh, one pre-match show, by the way, which uh, they dropped on us uh, over the weekend. Pre-match show? Pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trust me, I know how it feels. Uh, yes, we had one pre-show match, the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot, and Liv Morgan versus the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Uh, I watched it. Not the prettiest of matches, but it was fine. Uh, you know, told the story I, they wanted to tell with the Riot Squad. I, I, I thought the storytelling was really good in this match. I, yeah. I, I thought the, the part where uh, Ruby Riot was in the ring for a very long time, where uh, they knock off uh, Liv uh, um, Morgan off the apron, and then the Iconics are like, oh, 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 Ruby did that. Ruby did that. All the trying to, seize, to tease this uh, ascension in the match. And then, uh, you know, they teased uh, Liv, uh, Liv walking away. But uh, she came back, and you know they prevail. Right, exactly. Uh, Fun match again. You got the story you wanted to across to the Riot Squad, and now it looks like we have another definitive tag team in the women's tag team division, which I still think is a waste of both of those women because I think you could be doing more with them as singles wrestlers. But apparently, you had no plans for that, so might as well make good use of them as a tag team. Yeah, yeah, you know it's frustrating because when Liv came back, I was excited. I'm gonna give you credit yeah. because I dis- I disagreed when she came back. I thought like, oh, this is gonna be great. You know, this whole this whole angle with Lashley, Lana, and Rusev, and um, yeah. So yeah, that went a fat lot of nowhere. Is where that went. <clears throat> but again, so I, I like I, I, I like I like everybody involved. Uh, I like when Dave says I'm right, and uh, yeah, it was it was fine for a pre-show match. It was what it was. Yeah. Don't make that a drinking game because you're going to be thirsty. So, 
Hey! <laughs> That's just because Dave doesn't want to admit it. No. <laughs> All right. Show opens, and uh, we get uh, Apollo Crews, Bobby Lashley for the U.S. Uh, United States Championship. Uh, it was a good match. Bobby Lashley looked pretty dominant. Uh, Apollo had his moments, but it never really seemed like he was in danger of beating Bobby Lashley. I no. was really excited when he called for the military press on Lashley. I was like, oh, do it, please. But it oh. didn't happen. I was, I was that, that was great. Yeah. I was bummed. I, I was I bummed thought, like, oh, man, he's, he's got it. a new finisher. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought we were going to see like, like, you know, like a new uh, finish uh, with that. And um, yeah, yeah, that's happened. Not, not a bad match. I thought, I thought Apollo looked fine. Uh, yeah. Bobby with the definitive finish, um, which, by the way, I, like for that, for you never see a full Nelson go to the ground like that. No, um, I, which, I like man, that. I, talk, I like that. Talk, talk, talking about making that effective, um, whoever came up with that. Brilliant because I'm getting out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that so, was good. Hey, yeah, by the way, uh, here's a name uh, we, we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, look at this. Jeffrey Dietz. Hey, Jeffrey. We haven't seen you in a while, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's speaking of tag teams, our uh, Petrina, I want to know is uh, Lana and Natalia supposed to be a team now? I, who knows? They they kind of seem like by default they kind of are, but they're just I don't know. They they're they're doing a rehash of the Michelle McCool, um, um, Layla Mean Girls thing. It feels like, and I don't. I'm not. I'm not here for it. This ain't it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's it's, the role that Natalia needs, but, I can, but no, it's but, not. Somebody else they don't have plans with. But maybe if, like, you know if, if they feud with the right squad, then that's fine. I feel like Lana could do that role. Yeah, Natalia, meh, meh. Yeah, she can't wrestle. Uh, another match, and I think this one was announced later after we did our show. Yes, was that Big, Big E versus Sheamus? Good match, Shame good up. match. Uh, both guys really hard hitting, which I appreciated. Um, Big E, Big e looks fired up. Yeah, and uh, gets a, a decisive win, which I really that was that was something I'd like to point out that happened a lot uh, throughout the evening was decisive wins. Yeah, I really appreciated that. You know, that, and I thought that, and I don't know, maybe because it's the Thunderdome, but everybody seemed more motivated. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it, it just seemed like, it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't a Saudi show. It wasn't like a paint by numbers. It just seemed like the effort was there. And, and Sheamus, like, I, I think like, since he's been back, this is definitely his best match. He made some R8 matches against uh, Hardy, but um, but this just was hard hitting. And, and yeah. maybe just the style of Big E. This melded really well together, which I'm happy for Big E because now yeah, it's oh, getting yeah. the win, slice of win. But uh, you know, but that ship is uh, going up. I love Big E. I've been saying good things about him for years. Uh, I interviewed him long before I even started working on the radio station, and uh, I've known ever since then that he was he was a star on the rise. He was he he had everything he needed to be a star, and I love that after the match, you saw the intensity. He goes over to Corey Graves. And he was like, I'm ready. Tell the people. You need to tell the people what you see. But, you know, and he was, he was, he was, he was determined. He was focused. I loved it. Um, yeah. I also love, by the way, every time he comes out, it's just a little thing he does that makes me laugh. He always throws something at Corey Graves. And that makes me <laughs> laugh every time. Um, you know, it used to be the pancakes. Last night it was his jacket. It was, you know. Do, do you see, and Corey, I thought, made a really good point. Corey Graves about, uh, you know, at some point, you know, Big E needs to you know, differentiate himself from, from the new day, you know, the girl differently. Cause I was always a complaint about Roman Reigns. Was that like, well, he still looks like he's the guy that was in the shield, you know, like Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose evolved. I mean, maybe I'd say no. 
I'd say no. Kofi didn't need to differentiate himself from the New Day. He was still as much a part of the New Day as he ever was. And he got over huge and got his big WrestleMania moment and everything. Um, I don't I don't think he needs to differentiate himself from the New Day. I think that's what's special about the New Day is that the New Day feels like an act where they can be a, a very much an integral part of it and still feel like a part of the act. But that doesn't make you think of them any less as individual wrestlers, which we didn't know until Kofi did it. You know, yeah. I wasn't sure at the time. I thought Kofi needed to go a little more serious and he'd kind of break out himself a little bit from the New Day. No, it worked fine without him breaking out from the New Day. And I think the same can be said for Big E. And it, especially, I honestly think that the other guys being away is kind of his breakout thing. Because right now it is just new. It, it is just Big E. So there's nobody really for him to stand there with and look like it's part of a uniform or something like that. Yeah, well, he, Xavier so, Woods. He's back at Talking Smack, by the way. He's, he's on awesome. Talking Smack, yeah, but he's not back out on the ring with Big E every week. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I feel like if Big E gets that big moment and then Kofi and Xavier are there for him, I think it'll just make people even more excited. You know? Yeah, I, I'm hoping, you know, it, it, I, and I'm happy that they brought up his previous run as yeah. champion, as Intercontinental Champion, because it's like, okay, we didn't forget about that history. But I also um, appreciate they brought up that it wasn't anything special. Because it was yes. No, no, because because at the time people like you, they wanted to like him, but you know, something something was missing. That was after he broke away from a Dolph Ziggler and everything else. Um, anyway, uh, Jeffrey uh, Bertrand writes, uh, "What are the what are the rest of the members of the New Day? Kofi's hurt. Well, technically they're both hurt. <laughs> yeah, and, and Xavier Woods has uh, been injured for a very long time. He's been out the better part of a year at this point um, yeah. because he he ruptured his Achilles tendon, which is a horrible injury." Um, and Ooh. Kofi, Kofi just got injured within like the last two months or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that tag yeah. match where they lost to the, the, the tables match is where they written him off. Uh, yeah. The Jeffrey says, "Oh yeah, speaking of talking smack and Biggie, you got the realest promo ever on the show the other day." So we're yeah, going to they highlighted that um, a few times during the uh, payback show. Um, it was it was very good, uh, and he talked about how he doesn't. It, it's kind of what we were saying. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be more serious. He doesn't need to be. You know, he doesn't need to change how he is because they haven't done that the whole time with the New Day. And he's like, the new day never should have worked, but we persevered and it did work. And he was like, and you know, I'm not going to change that. He goes, I'm not going to be stoic for the sake of being stoic. Yeah. You know, yeah. and what's it, what's it, what's it five, over five years now of new day, which is just incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, the next match, which I was, um, I was fine with. It was not a boring Corbin match. Uh, Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. No, it was high energy again, high energy and hard hitting. Yeah. Um, Riddle style is hard hitting, so you're going to get that in a Matt Riddle match, regardless. But it was nice to see Corbin kind of match that a little bit. Um, yeah. It might have been it might have been one of Corbin's best matches since he became King Corbin. I I, I agree with you on that one. It was good, and maybe it was one of those like not teaching moments because he's kind of the veteran now. I mean, it seems that way, but maybe on the bigger stage with Matt Riddle and and, and if he was directing that match. He did a great job with that, and I love the <laughs> fact that he, that move where he slides out of the ring and runs back in and. You know, connecting the first time and then getting caught the second time, and mm -hmm. it was it was yeah. just and then Riddle, but like definitive yeah. win, another definitive win, another definitive win with the uh, what did he call it, the bro to sleep, and then the, yeah. uh, the I can't remember what the other movie was, but the 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 I can't I can't Not remember what it's called, but it yeah yeah I can't remember what it was called, but he he looked really good, uh, another definitive win again. It was a night full of really definitive clean wins, which I appreciated. Yeah, which uh, which by the way, so for. Um, the, the CM Punk, wherever he's at, uh, does this, you know, does, not that he's going to come back now to start a rumor, but is this something that like, oh, you're, ta you're taking my moves? No, he's like, the, he's like he's like the third or fourth person to do it since he left, so no. Yeah, I know, no. I know, but 
but now, but now he's there. You know, I just, just. I mean, but is this feud um, over? What feud, Matt? Oh God, no, because Corbin attacked him backstage. So of course it's not over. Um, And also, look, they had a weird promo beforehand where they were talking a little, where they were telling him what Corbin said before them. You know, before they went out there for the match. And you know, Corbin says this, Corbin says that, and then he makes a comment about like having failed like in his personal life or something like that. He makes some comment about that, and Riddle gets really angry and just walks away. He doesn't say anything. And it seemed like kind of a veiled reference to the speaking out the allegations against Matt Riddle. Um, because I don't know what else they could be referencing because they haven't set anything else up. And no. I'm going to I'm gonna say one of two things here. If they set something else up, fine. But I still think it was a little tasteless. Uh, and if it's and if it was it was meant to poke uh, to like kind of reference that, then shame on whoever wrote that line, because that's disgusting. That that that's in poor taste uh, yeah. to go that way, because uh, mm-hmm. you you can't bring up something that that you're you're gonna tick off somebody else and draw attention to it that you may not want to draw right now because some people may have forgotten about that this happened. Yeah. Like, oh, what are we talking about? Yep. In this. Uh, by the way, uh, a good point from uh, Jeffrey. I was hoping they would do more with uh, Chad Cable going after the King's ransom, given the fact he's trying to take orders from the IKEA yeah, the whole King feud with the first place. Um, he might. They might. Um, on SmackDown uh, before Payback, they were they were really hyping up. That he's kind of going through an identity crisis right now. That was something that they referenced once or twice. Uh, they seem to make that a, a point of saying. So I feel like maybe he is going to kind of ditch the the shorty G gimmick and maybe get back to being Chad Gable. Please do. Which would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, another match. Uh, this surprised me uh, for the uh, the uh, women's tag team championship: Bayley and Sasha Banks versus Sh- Sh- Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. I never, ever, 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 ever look forward to a Nia Jax match, but color me surprised. This was really fun to watch. Um, yeah. Bailey and Sasha Banks, I mean, were great as always. They're good. They're yeah. really good performers. Shayna looked like a badass. Nia looked like a badass. That part where she caught uh, Sasha coming off the rope or off the ring, and she's on the outside, and she catches her like powerbomb style and then just swings her back and forth yeah. into the barricade. Yeah. That looked great. Um, but it also looked safe. It didn't look, you know, I remember her doing that the first time. And it looked really unsafe how she whipped that lady around. But yeah. uh, it it looked it looked a lot safer this time, but it, it still looked good. Shayna looked like a monster, but Bailey and Sasha believably had them in trouble once or twice. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought they did a good job with that. We think, oh, they're going to retain. You know, they didn't show mm-hmm. any issues of any, of any. Uh... Not till the very end. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, uh, which but they set up nicely. Finish. I liked which I which I, the, the finish was the finish was creative and I really enjoyed it because she's uh Shayna's got uh Sasha set up for like what are they, it's a Indian death lock or whatever they call it. Yeah, um, with the leg. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, I feel like they're gonna have I feel like they're gonna have to change the name of that hold yeah. in today in today's world. We're changing the football team names and whatnot, Washington football team and whatnot. And uh, I feel like you might have. You, I think you just call it it's Deathlock. Yeah, STF. It's not like a reverse STF. STF. Yeah, I think the specific name of it is the Indian Deathlock. I think is what they call okay. it. Um, but I think you're going to have to start calling it just a Deathlock or a STF Deathlock or something. You know, something along those lines to get away from that name, which I'm fine with. Um, but I agree with you. It's like a reverse STF or yeah, an inverted STF, whatever you call it. The, the, um, the, only, thing, the only thing, okay, logic wise, is that okay? Sasha is uh, the illegal person in the ring. And there's no reprimand to get her out because uh, she yeah, has got her one hole. We were at that. We were at that point in the match where things started falling apart. I mean, that always happens in these tag matches. I mean, we always get these moments where the ref just loses control. It happens all the time. But uh, I, mean, I appreciate. I if she, no, because when they were tagging, they still made sure they used the rope. Um, it it 
Shayna at one point, I was really pleased. She reached out for a tag on Nia, but there was an angle where you could see her still holding on to the rope. And she's yeah. reaching for the tag to hit her on the back when she went by. And I was like, I appreciate that Shayna took the extra step of holding on to the rope to make sure that it was a legal tag. And like, we'd see that if you could, if you had a view of it. Um, but again, I thought everybody worked well in the match. Uh, uh, they, they, they believably told a good story between everybody. Um, the finish was great with the, the death lock. And then Bailey comes in and gets caught in the choke. Yeah. Then she manages to catch Sasha's arm and use it to choke out <laughs> Bailey, which is the best. I made a meme that is not family friendly, but it was, have you ever been so mad? It's a picture of that moment. And it says, have you ever been so mad that you choked an MFR with another MFR? <laughs> and, uh, but it's, it's, it was a great moment. Sasha or, uh, uh, uh Shana came out of it looking like a stud. Yeah. Um, to that. Yeah, she need she needed that big time, but she came out of it looking great. Um, and I will say this though, afterwards, the in-ring promo of like winning, Shanna had virtually nothing to say, um, except let's go celebrate. And Naya, I don't know if this is by design, if they told her to really ham it up, or if that's just Naya. If that's just Naya, I couldn't spend more than five minutes around her. Because yeah, boy, that was annoying. What, but maybe that's why they want to make her annoying, which between us, by the way, Hada, Shayna, and Nia end up becoming tag team partners, uh, feuding, and they're kind of thrown together, almost like a bar situation. Um, See, it kills me because it was a, it was a good match, but this was the – remember I, I told you ahead of time, I was hoping that we'd get some more dissension between Bailey and Sasha that would lead yeah. to, the, to the loss, which we didn't. So you had two singles wrestlers who were not used to tagging at all, let alone with each other. Beat yeah. two said beat the established tag team and, and, and a I'm really like, good team, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, it was it was performed really well, but it just uh, I they, I didn't love that part, but the match was laid out so well that I overlooked it. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey adds, uh, I feel like they're having Shayna and Nia work together because if Nia screws anything up in the match, so Shayna, Shayna will <laughs> you're probably you might not be wrong, there might be a little bit of the shooter in there that they're like. You know, they might tell them, tell her, uh, hey, you know, straighten this out. But uh, but, but maybe it sets up the um, the, the eventual feud down the road because they're going to be tough oh, for sure, people, you know, uh, with with that. So but not not, not bad match on a, on a pretty good. No, street. no. And then we go to uh, Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Fun match, which I'm going to be perfectly honest. If really if you're looking at it, Keith Lee dominated most of that match. Um, yeah. This was about as close to a squash match as you could get without it being a squash match. Because Orton Which got some offense in, yeah. but I never really thought Orton was in danger of winning. Um, but I also, in the back of my mind, I'm going to any second he's going to hit an RKO and this is going to be over. It's going to be, you know, it's, yeah. it's any moment. Um, even though we both said going into this, like, Keith Lee can't lose isn't his second match. Well, did they do a big setup backstage with um, JBL, and, mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of... I don't know what was going on there, but just to kind of make him like, hey, you're going to be a star kind of thing. Kind of like almost just, like. Just the idea of the pressure's on, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 He's like, hey, you do this, you know, you, you, you're you going to become a you know big man kind of thing. But he, that, but he kind of fell with that. He, uh, I thought it was well done. The match was laid out well. Keith Lee looked like a like a beast. He, lo- he, he looked like a main eventer in there with Randy Orton. And the counter of the RKO tossed him up into that oh. spirit bomb. And Orton, oh. by the way, Orton sold for Keith Lee beautifully in this match. Yeah, and he, yes, he yes. ate that spirit bomb. I haven't seen Orton take a legitimate power bomb like that in a long time. So yeah, because he doesn't get overpowered like this. Yeah, and he did. I mean, hats off to Orton. 
for he he made Keith Keith Lee's great. Don't get me wrong, but he made Keith Lee look great as well. So yeah, and a a clean finish. I loved it. In a very motivated. Well, they all been everybody's motivated pretty much. You know, every star. And I thought Orton was just like you know, it's like whatever I can do to make this guy look look good, I'm gonna do it. And he did that. Right. Now that's that's, all coming on a little. We're all coming on in a little while. We might see some kind of payback for that because I'm sure Orton's, you know, his storyline. He's gonna, he's gonna be furious about it. Yeah, yeah. But, so, but we'll good, see what happens. For Keith Lee. Uh, better outfit, by the way. Better ring attire. Better outfit <laughs> because they let him keep the normal, the normal trunks he's used to wrestling in. He still had to yeah. wear the dumb shirt, but at least he got to keep the normal trunks. He'd have to wear that big, the trunks that were baggy for Keith Lee, which is ridiculous because he's a big <laughs> dude. Like they were baggy on him. It was ridiculous, but I mean, yeah, I, I liked it better on on there. I can get used to the I can get used to the, the shirt if they let him keep the normal tights. Which, by the way, how loud were the, were those chops? Oh God, <laughs> so loud! Loved yeah, I mean, it, maybe, maybe with the shirt, you know, maybe he wasn't feeling it, but like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's. Oh, I I bet you he was still hearing it or still feeling it. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeffrey adds, even though Keith definitely needed to win the match, how does Keith lose a world title match and then beat a thirteen time world champion a week later? Uh, hey man, any any given day, any given day. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what they say in wrestling. Any given Sunday, it's only associated with wrestling, no other sport. Um, the I, I will say though, though, but they kind of portrayed Karrion Cross as this like almost like above human type character. Like he he's he's ridiculous. Yeah. So the idea being that he he lost Karrion Cross, but I think the idea being that if Karrion Cross is in there with you with Randy Orton, he'd have, cra- he'd have crushed Randy Orton as well. Not to mention you've got Randy Orton, who the story there being that Keith Lee has been able to watch Randy Orton his whole life. Keith, Randy Orton has not watched Keith Lee his whole life. So I mean, there's that element of surprise. There's that, you know what I mean? Who who was that? That was like, uh, you know, a good big man can always beat a good little man. Or maybe I'm getting that like wrong. I don't, I don't know. know. I was, I no, I think I think you're right. I think that was said, but I don't remember who said it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then uh, the next match. Uh, okay, this was better than I thought it was going to be. I don't know why you didn't think it was going to be good. I thought, I mean, it's the mysterious. It's thought- Dominic who proved himself to be able to be capable, and Rey Mysterio, yeah. who's a legend, with Seth Rollins, who is the modern day kind of standard bearer, and then Murphy, who we've we've seen time and time again as an underrated I, guy. I, I, I think because of all the matches leading up to this, not counting the SummerSlam match where they had the tag match on on, on Raw on Monday, I just mm-hmm. I was just like. All right, we'll just get through this. We'll be done with it. But, oh, this match delivered better than I thought it was going. Oh, it was really, really good. And, I mean, you know, not a lot to go into here. It was it was what it was. It was it was the Mysterios kind of one of them would get isolated for a while. And then, really, it comes to the end where Murphy ends up kind of costing them the match. Because um, Seth yeah. Rollins says, kick him in the head while he's holding Ray. And, uh, uh, or Dominic. Which one was he holding? I don't remember. But, either way. Uh, Murphy goes for the kick, misses, and hits Seth Rollins, and then yeah. Murphy gets gets pinned by Dominic. And then um, they get the, the, the stare afterwards from Seth, uh, you know, kind of staring down Buddy for. Uh, well, know. then he leaves without Buddy, and I mean, so it's like, yeah. it, you know, the idea being that you you'd said that maybe the Buddy faced her, and I'm like, that would be silly at this point because why? Because Buddy Buddy didn't do anything to make us root for him, so I wouldn't really cheer him. Um, he if he starts if Seth starts treating him badly. And Murphy starts getting more and more fed up with it, and then eventually stands up to Seth. That's where I think the face turn would make more sense. Well, I, I don't think it's an, it's an immediate turn. I think maybe tonight, you know, because uh, as we know, um, was it Seth is fighting Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. tonight? So maybe you know, maybe Buddy screws that up because you it's know, possible. Also, by the way, Man, I don't think... 
I'm, I'm bummed out because we talked about how, like, remember Austin Theory and everything, and we 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 missed him as being part of the act, and then yeah, like literally that week he shows up on NXT. Yeah, back in NXT, I forget who he attacked, but yeah, he he, he was. Uh, he oh, yeah, I didn't think he attacked anybody. He was talking to um, who was he talking to? He's talking to somebody backstage. Oh, Bronson Reed, and yeah. Bronson Reed slapped a taste out of his mouth. Uh, so we'll see we'll see where that goes from uh, there. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that yeah, so he gone from a WWE for now. Um, you know, I, I think, but I think people want to get behind Buddy because I think they, they see a future there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much better than last year when it was like you know, with what, Roman Reigns getting you know hit or whatever. They said, oh, yeah. it's Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Buddy took the fall. Uh, and, yeah. But um, Kevin Owens when he beat Buddy Murphy, I forget what event it was, and then and then Kevin said, you need to go out on your own. Yeah, you know, kind of planting that seed a couple of months. Yeah. It's at the end of the match, so. You know, he's been great. I mean, I mean, obviously working with Rollins has been really good for him. Um, but yeah, they they need to do it right, not just turn for the sake of it. But but I really see that happen. Um, but a very, anyway, a very entertaining match. Yeah, Seth needs more followers. He, he? I, I, yes and no, because apparently whenever you become one of Seth's followers, with the exception of Buddy Murphy, something happens to you because <laughs> the AOP can't not be injured, and uh, Austin Theory, you know, it's rumored that he had COVID. Um, and that's why he was gone for a while. So it's like, at a certain point, do I want to be with Seth Rollins? Um, because you know, only Seth and Buddy are okay at this point. Um, well, I, I, I think, I think he, I mean, you want to give him like a stable. Bec- I mean, because oh, I, I but, think- he, but then that's the thing. He had a stable. He had Buddy. He had the AOP, and then he added Austin Theory. And it's like, if he still had all those people, it would be quite the stable. Yeah, but you know the AOP. You know the AOP being out is why we missed out on some other stuff. The AOP was supposed to feud with the Viking Raiders, and so we ended up not getting that feud. And so the Viking Raiders got stuck on a dumb feud with a uh, kind of back and forth with Seth Rollins, and then with the Street Profits that went nowhere. So uh, that was a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, giant turkey leg somewhere. Oh my god! I'm just no. Let's just forget it. <laughs> I need to get that instead of the uh, the flag. Yeah, that that's been. Uh, uh, Oh, by the way, uh, Jeffrey says, I agree. I think also Murphy should try and replace him as a Messiah since Seth is probably going to take some time off when Becky has the baby. Oh, he's definitely going to take some time off. But I think what will end up happening is they'll probably time his turning on Seth for that time. Uh, and they'll, it'll, it'll lead up to a, it'll lead up to a big match between them and Buddy will get the win. And then Seth will be off TV for a while after that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, something's going to happen. If it's not Buddy, somebody's going to take Seth off, off of TV. Yeah, uh, which, which she's due in December, so maybe maybe it's Survivor Series around that time, or yeah, something like that. Uh, right for that window and stuff. Uh, hard to believe it. that's all the matches on the card except for one. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you mean the <clears throat> the main event of the evening? I wish I had like echo effect on here. Or something. I don't think I don't <laughs> think I do. This doesn't this doesn't do anything for you, does it? Does this do anything for you? No, no, no. I was just checking. Let's turn on my FX little thing here and see if it did anything. Darn it. You can walk into the bathroom or hallway or stairwell. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Thank you. Uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, defending his title against Braun Strowman and eventually Roman Reigns and they no-hold barred. Yeah. It was a thing. It happened. You're not wrong. Um, Um, Actually, I didn't dislike the match itself. Um, I thought Fiend and Strowman, who started the match out, uh, it was a, it was it was a really intense brawl between them. They kept it going. The energy was there, and uh, but you kind of the problem with it was you just kept going. All right, and when's Roman coming out? And when's Roman coming out? Now I didn't have a problem with it. 
because it's pretty much exactly what I thought he would end up doing in that regard. It was the least work possible. When he didn't come out at the beginning, it's like, okay, well, he's going to come out when it's convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And obviously it was convenient. Hey, by, by the way, uh, hats off to Charles Robinson, uh, Little Mage, for the uh, – Doing a damn backflip out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sell, they... Selling out like a champ. By the way, uh, play... they've, they've got to stop going back to that well on the ring exploding on these superplexes. Like, at, at this point, it's too much. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. When it, hap- when it happened, it felt a little hokey. You know, yeah, I, I, even, even going through the ring feels less hokey than the ring collapsing at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, and it's always it's the big guy, and it's, I don't know, it's a tired spot. I get it, I get it. But that's the problem is it's it, it's a tired spot. We we don't go that often without seeing it anymore. It's yeah. every couple every couple of years they dust it off and, and throw it back out there. You know, didn't it happen with Braun Strowman and like Big Show or Braun Strowman or something like that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Braun so Strowman, it, Big Show. It wasn't uh, that long ago. Mark Henry, Big Show. I think it happened like five times now. There's there's probably some something like that. Video. Yeah. Of all the uh, the ring explosions, but but best yeah. but best alley job by the ref ever with any of those. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, and then <laughs> well, yeah, you know, then out. then Reigns' music hits. Uh, Heyman comes out next to him with this with the contract. He signs it, walks the ring with a chair. Very, it really in short order lays waste to the two guys, pins Braun Strowman, and gets the title, which I fully expected to happen. This is the Roman Reigns heel turn. If you're not convinced he's heel. You need to be convinced because this was the heel turn. And yeah. for everybody who's been cl- crying forever for Roman to be heel, he'd better be your favorite heel in the world now because I told people that I was like, I think he'd be a great heel. But everybody's saying, oh, he needs to turn heel from like day two of his run. Uh, the majority of them are going to crap all over this and they are going to say, not, you know, that they that's stupid what they did. I don't like it that, that way. Hey, here's, he's here's heel. Better. It's what you wanted. And the problem is with the IWC is when you go, when they give the fans what they want, the IWC then decides they don't want it anymore. Well, here, here's what they're going to complain about, Sean. It's not that he's a heel, it's that he won the world championship. He's a champion now. Hello. Oh, well, Reigns wins again. Ha, ha, ha. That's what they're going to yeah. complain about because, oh, he's right. back and now he's a champion. But here's the thing. If what you hated about him before was that he won all the time, do you think they're going to change that when they want you to hate him? No. He's going to win even more. And he's going to do it in crappier ways because he's a heel, damn it. I don't get this this logic of we're going to complain every time something we chanted for roman at the royal rumble okay we chanted yeah. we want roman they give you roman next year you don't want roman anymore you know it's the second people get what they want they turn against it well i i i, I think it was the first year because that was the batista year they didn't want yeah. batista because they, oh, no, they knew i get Jessica. that I get that, but they didn't boo Batista. They well, they did, but they didn't just boo. They didn't just boo Batista. But they didn't just boo Batista. They said we want Roman. Those are the words they said, and they proceeded to pop for Roman in every Shield thing that he did after that. And it's like, okay, so clearly there's something there with Reigns. So we give you Reigns, and yes, I understand. It got tired. It got worn out. The 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 I, I understand the overexposure thing. I totally get that. But, what, he, but the idea, never... but the idea that we went from we want Roman to you can't wrestle is bull. It makes no sense. It's just people being whiny because they don't want what they want. It, well, he was the Superman we didn't want because it was at a time when we wanted Daniel Bryan, and we you know and we we, we got Bautista, 
Right. You know, and, and then, you know, they want then Daniel Bryan's in that rumble, which was a big, yeah. big, big, big. Oh, yeah, big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big. For sure. For sure. But here's the thing. But then you got Daniel Bryan. So it's like you didn't not get him and Roman took his place. You got Daniel Bryan and then you got Roman. So like they gave you people you wanted and you whined about it. What because kills they, me what, what they, kills me is that when they got Daniel Bryan, they stopped being hyped about Daniel Bryan too. It didn't take long for them to stop being cheer like really cheering for him. Because they stuck him with Kane in those ridiculous match with a bulldozer and a Falls count anywhere match or whatever. I understand that. I understand that. But if you're going to stop supporting the guy because of the bad booking, then what's the, you're going to end up stop supporting everybody because everybody will run into bad booking. Everybody. It's going to happen. That, that many people could survive it. Becky did barely because they, they they tried to screw that up really, really bad. Wow. A year and a half ago with the, uh, uh, you can't wrestle because you're hurt. And doctor says, whatever. Oh yeah, that was dumb. That was completely. Wait, they could put Charlotte main event saying, you know what? You weren't officially in that Rumble match, so uh, it's going to be Charlotte versus Ronda. I'm sorry, whatever. But but and and again, just saying this isn't who we want is one thing. Like you know what I mean? But that's not what they do. They crap all over people like Reigns or John Cena and say things like, "You can't wrestle, buddy. You're out of your mind if you think they can't wrestle. It's not your style, and that's fine. You don't like what they're doing, and that's okay. That's acceptable. You're allowed to like or dislike." whatever you want but saying stupid things like you can't wrestle just proves you don't know what you're talking about no, they absolutely it, can wrestle because it's a it's a chance i i was at mania's 23 and 24 yeah when you know cena was was at his peak of being super cena um you know and here's the problem Try, trying to enjoy that match and we complained about people chanting before Oh yeah, is that is that you know, it's the whole you know let's go Cena Cena sucks thing and it's just like like just guys randomly just 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 wanted to starting a chant it's like I'm trying to watch the gosh darn match you know it's like like it's like you're taking this out because you want to be that guy that's like oh Cena sucks or whatever else uh, Brandy says by the way I don't think so I think Roman is the workhorse uh, Brock was not brought back as a full time performer uh, Roman uh, obviously is going to be full time because oh, right without now, a doubt yeah. the ratings and everything. On, on on SmackDown, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, no, Brand, uh, Brandy, Brandy's 100% right about that. Yeah. Okay, but here, here's one other thing. Um, okay, so you mentioned all this. Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta hurry up. We got, we're almost out of time. Yeah, uh, Seth Seth Rollins last year. Um, yeah. you know, the whole thing, and then people got on him, and then he changed his character. It just seemed like it took Roman a long time to get to this change. Oh, without um, a doubt, it did take him a while to get to this change, without a doubt. But I'm gonna be honest. Seth enjoyed quite a long time of being cheered before he finally got to that point of people kind of turning on him. And, and then we got to, well, okay, we're going to change character. Uh, Roman, it they turned on him almost overnight. That yeah. was, that was almost instantaneous. When we uh, decided, okay. when we decided that Roman was the guy and he started getting pushed, we hated him. We booed the crap out of him at that point. I think it would have been different if Dan O'Brien was never in that rumble. Cause that I was think, the night everything changed. I think you might be right, but here's the thing everything that happens in Daniel Bryan's existence doesn't have to do with Roman Reigns. Like there was a good long time where Daniel Bryan wasn't freaking wrestling and Daniel no. Bryan was gone. And all of a sudden we're still, we're still booing Roman. We're still selling Roman. He can't wrestle, which is ridiculous. But, but, but I, I agree with you in that part, but it, but it all started before WrestleMania 31, which is why they no, didn't put the title. I, on. I, I totally get that. I get that. I understand it. But again, these things all move at a certain pace. You're not, when you, yeah. we chant, we want Roman like right now, like tonight, not happening. You're going to have yeah. to wait because they got to get through some stuff to get to that point. Otherwise they got to rewrite months of storyline at that point. Now I understand that Vince likes to write things day of, 
but they do generally if you talk to people who work there uh, they'll, they'll tell you that generally speaking the next wrestlemania they're already planning for it like once yeah, they hit a WrestleMania, yeah. they're still they've already been planning for the next wrestlemania they have an idea of who they want in the main event and what they wanted what they want to try and achieve by that time now the stuff in between is what it is they'll figure it out as they go sometimes but yeah they kind of know where they want to go for the next WrestleMania. So when you guys chant, we want Roman, you're not getting them tonight. You're going to get them further down the road when they get to that point. And again, I understand that he got overexposed when I totally get that. That is on the brand for overexposing him. The guy was working hard trying to be the guy for them. Yeah. So I, I just, I get, I get annoyed by that. I, I already saw people last night whining about, like you said, LOL reigns wins. And I'm like, of course he did. He's the bad guy. Yeah, do that. And now you're gonna watch him see if he loses the title. That that that's what makes business work. Yes. That's now you're gonna Blair be the heel champion. Wanna now you're gonna want to tune in to see who beats him finally. Yeah, that's what's gonna make you want to tune in. And you've got all these guys on the roster that he can feud with on SmackDown. You've got AJ if he decides to go back to face Daniel Bryan's back. You've got uh, um, you've got uh, uh, Matt Riddle now. You've got all these guys that he can feud with. Uh, and and all these potential matchups that I'd be really excited to see. And guess what? They're not all going to beat him. No. Do you think AJ Styles with Paul Heyman being on SmackDown is going to be happy right now? Is that why yeah, maybe they Heyman, dropped Because Heyman's, Heyman's not in control of anything anymore. No, he, he's, he, just, he's not. But he did bl- blame him for uh, for uh, Gallows and Anderson being gone. So. He he won't directly say that. The comment from AJ is just that Heyman lied to them. That's all he'll say is that Heyman lied to them, and he knows Heyman knows what he lied about, and we know what he lied about, and that's it. And that's all AJ will say. Um, there's a lot of speculation about the other things he, well, the specifics that he lied to them about. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he, I think he did reference Luking uh, Gallows and Anderson uh, as not getting much of a shake because of one of those lies. Um, but regardless, no, I don't. AJ is a businessman. AJ will will be there and work. He's fine. You know what I mean. And he's not going to have to really deal with Heyman as a businessman. He's just going to have to deal with him as a performer. And so, so Heyman yeah. has no control over what is happening to AJ at this point. I mean, if they make AJ face, and, and I can I can see it right now that I could be some good matches. You know, I mean, maybe yeah. wait a little bit. Let's let's not get there because they got to wrap up the Fiend and the Braun stuff. Whatever's happened to Braun? I I think I I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't think we're going to go. I I maybe you do it one more time, but that, I don't think it drags out very far. I think we move on to something else at some point. I mean, we already saw the Alexa Bliss hints uh, with The Fiend at, uh, at Payback when she was watching backstage and everything, and clearly very uh, into what The Fiend w- was, what she was seeing. So oh, yeah, that'll yeah. that'll go somewhere. So. Which, by the way, glad you to handle it like that and not, um, and not the other way, having her come out. <clears throat> yeah, agreed. So. <laughs> All right, so Payback, uh, I thought it was a good show. Was it as good as SummerSlam? Yeah. No, but it was still a good show. Uh, lots of strong booking decisions, which I really appreciated. So, I mean, if I had to, probably seven out of ten, I'm gonna go a little bit higher now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put it. I would watch this show over SummerSlam. So I'm gonna go eight and a half. Oh, we were ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> in any event, uh, yeah. So I, I it was it was a good show. I recommend if you didn't see it, you you, you should see it. Uh, if you only watch a couple of things on it, watch the women's title match. Uh, watch um Biggie and Sheamus. I would recommend. Yeah, and pretty short Keith, I mean, that was Keith Lee and Orton was good yeah Keith Lee and Orton was good so I'd watch that one yeah in the main but event but fast fast forward six minutes in right pretty much uh <laughs> in any event that's going to do it for this uh, episode we're going to be back later in the week doing a preview we'll talk about stuff that happened during this week and we'll preview all out coming up for AEW because 
Not like we have enough things to talk about. And uh, in the meantime, remember, you can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab. And if you want to find us in your podcasting apps, if you haven't already, go ahead and search for us on uh, all your all your podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for ESPR Wrestling. Go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. It is that easy. And make sure you stay in touch with us. Facebook.com. Why are you waving your hand? Five. Five. Five, five stars. Oh, yes. Give us a five-star rating and a review. It's weird to just see you holding up a hand to the camera, though. Um, yeah, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on the Twitter at ESPR99 and email us ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, as always, we love hearing from you guys, so please keep in touch. And uh, thank you for everybody who joined in tonight. Remember to uh, set your notifications to on on your social media so you can be a part of the next episode, probably on Friday uh, after SmackDown. So uh, make That's sure right. you guys are ready for that. We will be back. And until that time, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Get in, everybody. Get out.